Um, good morning on this fine Saturday, uh, January 27th, um, episode, show number two of however many weeks we have left in the semester, but thanks for joining us, welcome to the lounge, my name's Zach, here with Lauren Brantel. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's just us two today, we're gonna discuss some things that we've, don't even know what we're, we have literally have no plan, but... You know, things flow out of the mind, and well, that's normally what we do here. But how you doing, bro? I'm doing great. It's good. Um, so today we're we're seated uh, we're seated here, both in 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 yellow Marquette jerseys. Yeah, we're we're fitted up. We're, we are fitted up because um, we do have a a game to get to after this. Got <laughs> We, we gotta order the Uber. We gotta order the Uber right at the end of this podcast. Once and get we into it. Uh once we term uh once we like hit pause and stuff, once we post it, we're just gonna be like, Alright, we gotta go. 
Yeah, post was it post last podcast we we went to the game. Was it last weekend? Last weekend we watched the game. Mm, yeah, that was the St. John's game. Back in our back in our dorm. But before that we had really good seats, so now we're itching to get back to those. Yeah, once you get once you get good seats, you just want them all the time now. Yeah, everything is just like so much worse once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just you're, like I don't want to go back. You experience that Oh, well, yeah, no. It's hard going high up once you've been like right on the court. Yeah, yeah. But and plus people will be out, so I don't know. I don't know how many people will be there already, but we will be there. Taking out Seton Hall, 12 o'clock Central Time, If in case you're listening somewhere else. Go watch the game. My theory is that this is the first darty of the year because it's the first early home game, but I don't know. Yeah, and isn't Mar- National Marquette Day next weekend too? Is it next weekend? Is that that early? I have no idea. It's February 10th. Is that next weekend? No, it's not. There's no way. Next weekend is... There's no way. It's probably two weekends. Yeah, two weeks from now is Natty Mark Day. Oh, man. Should be a fun time. Um, We might be late to all the... I might be late. I don't even know what's going on. I don't know. Because last year I had... I had my brother, and I had the two teddies on for National Marquette Day. Your brother came? Yep. Oh, and what a time. It was at nine last last year. So we were we like finished and then we went all so whatever happens, I think I might be late to all the festivities. Why? Well, because this ends at eleven. Oh. Which is fine. I don't really care because I don't I don't need to, like I wanna Well, I whatever. Did you see what time the game's at though? What time is the game at? I think it's at like five PM. Is it at five? Okay, so, so we're people, good. People are going to be, like, in the alley from sun up to sundown. Yeah, and, you know, if it's at five, I, I'm not complaining. Not at all. Just because, um, I don't know. I think it gives me more time to do stuff then. Oh I was God, I was can, worried. You can adjust the volume over here. Yeah, you can. Dude, it's been blaring in my ear. I was like, wow, this is loud. No, I didn't realize um, I had my own adjustment. But yeah, I guess we can. I guess for first and foremost, we could talk about the game because this is the big thing that's yeah. going on today. The Seton Hall versus Mark. Seton Hall revenge game because we lost to them. They have in New Jersey. The great Shaheen Holloway. We have insider information from Casey that Kadari Richmond is questionable for the game, which is their okay. best player. He's their best player. I thought Kadari it was Richmond. the. I thought it was Dawes. Dawes is good, but he's. I think he's listed at like five ten. He's a lot shorter and he's a little bit less efficient. But he's okay. their he's their um, Cam Jones star, Tyler Kolek. If that makes I sense. See. Okay. Not that he's not good. He is good. But well, either way, we if we're playing at home, there's a good chance of us winning. Yeah, we've only lost one conference game at home in which the past like seven months or twelve months, I should say. So. Hopefully to keep that good record. I mean, I mean, in college basketball in general, if you're the home team, you're probably favorited, I would assume. I think the line is minus 550 for Marquette right now, so they're the heavy favorites going into it. But Seton Hall is playing really good basketball. They're good. What are they, second, third in the league? Third yeah. In the conference, I should say? In the Big East, they were second, but they just <laughs> lost to Providence, so they're probably around three to four. Oh, okay. But they have gone toe-to-toe with UConn. They've beaten us. 
they beaten UConn. They went to triple overtime with ranked Creighton. Yeah, they just they give they give teams a run for their money. That's for sure. Triple overtime was ridiculous. We did watch that. That yeah. That <laughs> I was I was rooting for a, a quadruple overtime. But yeah, to be honest, if you're into overtime, you kind of just want more overtime because you want the the game to keep going. They were so tired. I know they. We they, were <laughs> they were running down the not even running they were, they were half like, jogging. Yeah, they were like they were just standing up. Some people had their hands on their knees. Like yeah, you can't. Oh my gosh. I hope I hope that doesn't happen to us because I I don't know if I could take that. That'd be too too nerve wracking for me. We'll find out on Sunday. But. Um, yeah, we'll find out on Sunday for us in general. But this game, I don't know. I'm hoping. Who do you who do you think will be the top scorer today? As far as Marquette, yeah. I've been on with my guesses recently. I said that Joplin was gonna have a good game in. Yeah, he did. Chicago, and he was the second highest scorer besides Kolek. He had 21 against DePaul today. Hmm. I think it's going to be Kolek again today. I know it's a boring answer, but either Kolek or Oso. I was saying Oso, and he was going to have a good what I would 17 points. What I would personally want out of everyone to do good, I want Cam Jones to have another good game. Yeah, he only had three points against DePaul. Yeah. He hit one three. I want him to do good because I want him to have eyes on him for the draft. Yeah. Fe- not that he hasn't been performing well this year, but... We're in a little bit of a lull from last year yeah. as far as performing. So I want him to do good because I really like him. And then my unrealistic answer is I want Zade Lowry to do good on his birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Zade. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hope you play. Yeah, send him a text real quick. Shoot him a text. Give him a text. We're on a first-name basis. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I'm thinking Oso is going to have like a solid 17 to 19-point game. He's going to have like eight, nine rebounds. He had 16 last game. Maybe 10 or 11 then. We'll see. He's been a double-double machine. You know, they they put up the good stats, and then you just you watch them, and you're just like, why does this team always is characterized for not rebounding, and then they can't rebound? But then they look at the stats, and they do have high rebounding games. It's the placebo effect. Again, I don't mean to bring up the fact that we got really good seats last time, but it is way more impressive, like, watching them play really close up. Yep. Like, it's easy to complain as a student when no one gets aboard, but when we were down there, I was like, "Wow, these guys are big, yeah, way bigger than me." Yeah, and then and then you, it, you translate it to to uh, the act, when you actually play, like in the IM games, which yeah. we do have one on Sunday. First, first intramural game of the season. Intramural games, I should say, because we have basketball and soccer and soccer back to back. Yeah, so that should be fun. But uh, sp- specifically in basketball. The uh, intramural gets crazy competitive. I've never. This is my first season. It gets it gets basketball. competitive, especially if the games are close. Cause I mean, there was last year a couple times a trash talk goes really? on. Yeah, I mean, there was who initiated it, Peter? I don't even remember. I just uh, one one funny a uh, good story is is we we were playing this team. They weren't that good. They just had a lot. They, their guys were just big, and they talked a lot. And they had this one guy. He was pretty good. He was a good player. He had a steal or something like that. And he was he was going down like he had a fast break and stuff. And our 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 guys, we we kind of just gave up because I mean you're just gonna get up the point. And I was at I would think I was at half court, 
and he like was on the side. He was by the sideline. He dribbles like he's like attacking the basket and stuff. And I follow him just because you know why not. And I ended up going up with him, and I do block. Him. <laughs> I did have like a, a sort of a chase down block, and then I did the the small. small. I did oh the too small, and then he he kind of got a little mad, but. If you're getting, he was like, he was well over six foot and he got blocked by a five, six man. So I think I have to do that. It's short King summer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those, the intramural games get really competitive. It's really fun. I know when we do like pick up with Peter, he always leads the trash talk and it's so funny. Cause like, I'll be the point guard. And I'll just like check up the ball. And when Peter's feeling it and when he's talking a lot of trash, I just keep feeding him the ball to like, <laughs> he's like such an efficient big man. He's he's the definition of a rebounding big man. Literally, he can get, he can he can be up a uh, up again. Well, how how tall do you think he is, Peter? Yeah, six three. Yeah, I was gonna say six two, six 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 two, six three. He could be going up against like six eight, six but nine. He, yeah, he boxes out. He will still get the rebound. He's, he's strong. He's Dennis Rodman. Uh, yeah, but he's he's a I I don't know I I personally think our team is good. Cause Who, who's all on it? We got you, me. So it's us two. Tyler. Then we have Tyler, Tyler Mazur. We Justin. have Justin Smith. We have Michael Healy. So that's five right there. Then we have Peter Curran, Joey Urick, and Jack Christinel. So JC. I, yeah. So I think it's just an eight-man team. It's not bad. People will get playing. Hopefully, Casey O'Malley is our coach. Hmm. Because I, I was talking to Michael, I think. Or who was it, Peter or somewhere? So one of the guys I was talking to I was like, "Is it, are we gonna have like a coach?" Because last year we had Tyler because he uh, he had some knee injury problems and he couldn't play, and he was our coach, which I I thought he was a good coach, but but now he's gonna be on the team because he's like fit to play, and I don't know if we're actually gonna have a coach, but we could um, ask Casey if he wants to. Think you'd have a lot of insight after. I don't know being on Sunday, Sunday at, at at ten o'clock. I feel like that's doable. I yeah, th- yeah. I yeah. think um, unless they have like a, they rarely ever have Saturday or Sunday games. Yeah, sun, there's not a lot of Sunday games. Not a lot of Monday. They probably have Monday practice, but he can wake up. For he's. That. I'm not saying what he does, but I've. This is what Peter or Joey told me that he's already up anyway, playing Fortnite with the guys. Apparently, had a boy. So if he could come and be our coach, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Have a, have a. I I honestly think having a coach is good because it it mediates the playing time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, people don't get like selfish. It just has someone in between like well, yeah. choosing. And everybody will have plenty of playing time because exactly. if there's only eight of us, and all of us agree, subs. like, we know who's the best on the team. We're not trying to hide it, but it like allows yeah. some people to get in. Yeah. And if someone's hot, you leave them in. Like exactly. it's just it's a good time. But the the thing like I'm Healy that one game. <laughs> yeah, if if Healy if Healy is as hot as he it, was, uh, if he's has the hot hand, like he did in the three on three where he's just not missing a shot, I think you got to keep the man in. And he was he, he five straight minutes he didn't miss a single yeah exactly. Basket. And and he had the nerve to tell me yesterday while we were walking back from the AMU, he's like. I'm afraid I'm just not gonna. I'm gonna get looked down upon. I'm not gonna like be as good. I'm just like, bro. What? Do you not? Do you not see what you've been doing? He's so good at when we play, dude. I. He's like, no, nah, you're just being nice. I'm like, even under the basket, he's good, and he's not like not, a traditional big man. I'm not 
I'm not just being nice. No, you're being honest. I'm being honest that you're a good player. It's it, this shows that it's confidence. Because if it, if you were if you were on a if you are a lower tier player, I feel like what was I where was I gonna go with this? Maybe you can realize that, but like I know he's good, and I bet he knows he's good. It's just a confidence issue. No, yeah. And plus, at the end of the day, it's intramural, so when he lets it fly, he lets it fly. Yeah, and I encourage it. I don't, I don't mind it if he takes a three if he's open. If he has somewhat space, I think that's the perfect time to shoot because yeah. you're not gonna get that much space at any other time. Yeah, we play. We had like intramurals in high school, and that was like some of my favorite memories of uh, of high school. Oh yeah, we had what it was called IBA Intramural Basketball Association. When did you play? Um, it was honestly kind of a really bad system. Like no one knew what was going on half the time, but like Classic. they made it work. It was like right after COVID too. So like there were some restrictions mm-hmm. and the season was like five games long. Like, yeah, the, I mean, this season is like four games long. It's short, but we had our games like right after school. So usually they were on every Wednesday cause we had, um, an hour less of school on Wednesdays. Like, our school day was an hour shorter. Was shorter? Okay. So, we had games afterwards. Fridays or what What day of the week? I think it was Wednesdays and Fridays. Okay, I nice. think. I don't really remember, but our team was pretty good. Good. We had um, one memorable moment. Uh, my friend Joey at the University of Minnesota, he hit um, He hit a game winner, I think, in overtime. Damn. To beat one of our, like, good friends, like, our secondary, like, friend group. He beat their team. Wow. And... It was so funny. Have you ever hit a game winner before? Um, let me think. I don't think in basketball, no. Usually, or in any other like a uh, game winner besides like the like tennis and stuff, because I feel like you always have to have those. But like a, yeah. a team sport where you have the chance to win the team and you actually do it. Hmm. I don't think in like a team sport. I've had like a few good assists and like pickup. That's yeah. all I could think of. Because. Mm-hmm. When I have the ball, I'm like, dude, I, I don't want to shoot. I need to pass this. Like, yeah, same. I feel like I, I have the hot rock, and I just need to get it to someone who can score. So that's what I try to do. I try to get really good at passing because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm decent at finishing, but people are so much taller than me that I'm always thinking that I'm going to get blocked. That's what I think. So I'm like, I just need to like find a way to get to the rim, pretend how to shoot, and then pass it to someone who actually won't get blocked. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had a good – um. You could call it a winner in tennis, but I had, um, I was playing Marquette University High School, which is kind of like everyone wants to beat them because they're a private school. It was my freshman year, so I was like really small and kind of like overlooked, and I didn't even know how good, like, like where I would be in tennis, but like he hit a lob, and I was already losing by so much, but I hit, <laughs> I hit a tweener, and it was a winner down the oh, line. Oh, yeah, I think and you I was told like, me about oh this. Oh, my gosh, dude. That was like, <laughs> what the, did I just do? <laughs> I was losing by so much, so it meant nothing in the realm of the match, but I was so impressed. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I think I lost like 6-3, six, 6-0. Six, oh, it was not a good match at all, but I had that one point. So. You got the skill, uh, the trick uh, trick points, mm-hmm. the extra points. That should have counted. Counts for extra. It should have counted for should've. extra points. You should make those great plays. What was? Did you have any game winners in? Uh, I, I know <laughs> I had an assist to a game winner. In basketball, at least, in oh, yeah. eighth grade. <laughs> uh, I remember that vividly. Passed it to 
to mama if mom you were listening you remember patrick patrick crook we had the we were playing against union Ridge. i don't know how i remember this we're playing against union ridge we're, we're tied and we get the inbound on our side of the court and i dribbled down and passed it to patrick and he hit a three for the win that i mean it's an assist to a game winner so that's fair yeah uh, i don't know if i've actually had a game winner do you take pens at all in high school or no? Uh, yes. When I was in, not, not varsity. I never took pens there, but sophomore year I did. And then I, I've taken. I don't know how many I took that year. I know I only missed one, and the one that I missed was in a tournament where I think we all, like every guy that was taking pens, missed. Yeah. Um. I know a few of my good friends were all pen takers for. Well, I guess I made the game-winning pen in our first uh, intramural game last semester. Oh, yeah. I have a video of that. I think. Yeah, I- you have one of that, but I don't think we won because of that. No, we lost because of Armin. <laughs> we lost, but last semester, I remember we went into pens, and I, I was the last taker because oh, there's nice. only three. But, yeah. Um, our 40-year-old goalie sold. Yeah, 31-year-old. I, was he actually 31? I don't know. He was pretty old. He was very old. He was very old. Did he actually have kids? I don't know if he had kids. I think he had I like to think that he did. I think he had kids. That's what he was playing for. He was playing for his kids. But I mean, I think I'm not gonna try to knock the down, knock the guy down. But he flopped pretty badly. As a goalie, he rolled on the pitch probably three. He times. looked like Neymar. Yeah, he was. He missed the ball completely, and then just started like um, stop, drop, and rolling. Like <laughs> on the field. Yeah, he missed the ball. They scored, and then he just got down, <laughs> started rolling. Well, up until that point, we had, like, not even been making up, like, fouls, but I don't know if you remember, they scored on us on an indirect, and we, mm-hmm. someone, like, tipped it, but we argued that it was an indirect, and they got the goal taken away. Oh, yeah. I don't even, yeah, I remember that now. But we were trying so hard to stay in that game and after Armin was rolling I was like nah, we just got to give up no, like we lost. did we go into pens that, was that the penalty game I don't think I don't so. remember I don't remember <laughs> yeah I mean I'd say if, I I think it's safe to say that Teddy's a better keeper than Armin never seen Teddy play but. no offense to Armin no T- Teddy's a good keeper I, he's he's very adequate the only the only thing I I love to correct him on is he he's like a swiper of the ball. Like he like push like if it's on the ground, he like pushes it out. When I just tell him to grab it, oh, he like he like dumps it out. Which um, we've given up a few goals because he's pushed it out. But it's an easy fix. And yeah, other than that, he's made some good saves. Yeah. Um. His we um. We have a good. We have a good counterattack because of him. Because every time. Or I was like saying, if Teddy makes a save, one of the guys on our team, Justice, who I think has a show here, um, we just tell him to run because he tried out for the track team. He didn't. He he didn't make it unfortunately, so he's not on the team. But he's fast, so we just tell. Uh, I just said like, when Teddy gets the ball, just start running. And Teddy, a former baseball player, whips it down the field. We could score a couple of times. Sadly, Justice will not be make it there for our first game tomorrow. Darn. But, I don't know. It's just food for thought of what we could do. Yeah, one of my 
good friends. Maybe he's listening right now. Jackson Zellermeyer was, I used to watch him a little bit in high school because he played on our team. He was like crazy fast. Like I just remember, see, I had five friends that played, five of my closest friends played um, high school soccer together on, on the same team. They played on JV together and then some of them went up to varsity. Nice. But um, no, Jackson was crazy smart. My yeah. other friend Joey was really good at taking pens, but then he turned into the team manager. Oh, nice. But, but yeah, Jackson. Oh, my gosh, bro. I might have to recruit him. They put him on defense. I'm not sure why, but I remember he was a good defender, but I was like, if he played up, he could, like. He could run for miles. Literally. He reminds me of, um, who's the guy on Marquette? Abdul. Yeah, Kareem Abdul, I think. Jabbar. Yeah. Crazy fast. Yeah. We did go to a couple Marquette games, though. I enjoyed Which it. Which ones did we go to? Madison. Went to Madison. That was fun. Harvard. Went to Harvard. Was it only two? No, we went to more. We went to um, St. John's. Did did we go to that? I went to the St. John's one because they had the split uh, kits. They had the black and red on each side. I don't think I went to that then. I, went I think to I only went to two then. Oh, I went to it with Jackson and... Um, Maybe Sam, because I saw Maddie's family there, and I sat with them. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I want to go to more, like, next fall, because I think they're really fun. No disrespect to our soccer team, but we were ranked nationally, and then... We were ranked, like, 22, and then it kind of And then fell we off almost... I think we were in the bottom of the Big East table, not even the national Yeah, we table. had a good run of form, and then kind of teetered off, unfortunately. Teetered is an understatement, but yeah. Severely teetered crashed we crashed and burned and um well other than that though i thought it was fun to watch them <laughs> when they were had when they i mean i'm glad i watched them when they had good like a good stretch of games because i mean the harvard game what we they wanted an own goal i think yeah it's cool watching people your own age too like be really good at sports yeah it's good and it's i know they're not professionals by any means but like seeing people like your age Competed at a high level at a sport you like yeah. watching and playing in is really interesting. I know. And then the next level is uh, intramural. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, never mind. It's club. Eh. But we, I mean, when we play basketball and even when we've played like pickup soccer, we've played people on the club level. So I'd like to consider like we're able to play at that level somewhat. Yeah. I want to know what it was like, to, uh, what it's like to be on the club soccer or anything. Because I know they're, they have games and stuff, but I don't know how good they are. I'm not admitting by any means I'm good enough as club soccer, but, like, we've competed with, like, club basketball a we have. little bit. We have, yeah. I don't think I could be on the team, but I I like playing against them because it's a lot harder than playing against other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I do, if I do recall that we have, I do have some buddies that are in our same basketball league that are in my classes and stuff, so that should be fun to go up against them. That'll be nice. Um. I don't know. I'm I'm really excited for it because intramurals are fun, and uh, my mom always said like that's one of the best things to do in college. Intramurals. It's just play. Yeah. Like it's. I think because we have we have the, these two leagues, and then I think there's an eleven on eleven soccer league, which is good. They have flag football. Jackson really wants to do flag football. We should. I mean, we could get get together a group of guys to do that. I kind of suck at football, but I don't know who's who, who's a good quarterback. Jackson good? I don't know. We'll have to have tryouts. We'll have to try out. I don't know who who can really sling the ball. Uh, 
We'll figure it out. I don't know. Based on, based on like football, like turkey bowls and stuff. I'm yeah. more of a wide receiver slash running back. I can't really throw the ball. I can, but if I would just need to throw it shorter because I don't have like that good of an arm anymore. Yeah, we used to play with my high school friend group a little bit. We'd play like frisbee and football, but I'm not very good at football. Do what? they have ultimate fris- frisbee? Or is at, it a club? At Tosa East? Or here? Here. Uh, it's a club. But one of my good friends um, from high school is on the club at um, University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire. And I think it's like a sport. I don't know. I don't know if it's considered like a sport. Or if I don't like know if it's a sport or a sport. club, but people are really into it. Yeah, it looks fun. It does look fun. I'm not that good at frisbee. Well, I, I could throw it. I play it like I was throwing it around in Florida. Yeah, because I brought one. But one of my good friends is like really technical about it. Yeah, not I technical, can't. but he can do like the one where you throw it like overhand and like sideways. Yeah, I can't do that. I can only do the forehand. I don't know what it's yeah. called, but that I don't know. I don't know how people like just throw it and it's just like a straight beam, literally, or it like rises up like a stinger. Yeah, I don't know how. But one thing, um, Isaiah, if you're listening, that you got us into in our friend group is. At our uh, cabin trip over the summer, we played a lot of frisbee golf. Frisbee golf is so hard. It's very interesting. It's so hard. I hit so many trees, like a ridiculous amount of trees. Yeah, it's it's difficult. I did it. I did it in Oregon, and it was so hard. Like we were like on the side of a mountain, like doing this. So like if you like threw it and it went all the way to go down, like so far, because it rolls on the like yeah. profile of the frisbee. Yeah. And it's interesting because they have like different shaped frisbees for different purposes. Like they're really thin and like edge cut frisbees. And that's for like your driver, like the the way you would have a driver in golf. And they're like putters and mid ranges. That's crazy. And I was like, bro, that's. Crazy. I was so bad at the close up ones. Yeah. I would just try to like, I tried to lightly do it and then I would just miss. I, would, I couldn't do it. I would miss shots from like me to you, which. Yeah, that's why I would, it would be this like close. Four feet. It would be this close and I couldn't do it. Yeah. Like all <laughs> power to the people who can do that. Well, yeah, there's like a dude that got like a hole in one that was like, I don't know how far, but it was far. In our cabin in the mornings, we would, um, for those that don't know, we go on like a cabin trip every year, me and my high school buddies up north in Wisconsin. And this past summer, I woke up and I was making breakfast for everyone. And I look over and they're watching um, competitive Frisbee golf highlights. <laughs> And they were getting so into it. On, like, YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. They're like, That's what you got to do. Top hole-in-ones. Top frisbee hole in golf. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, think hole-in-ones <laughs> in regular golf are more impressive, in my opinion. But Have you ever had one? Third time ever playing tennis. Or tennis. Third time ever playing golf, I got a hole-in-one. Really? Yeah. I've yet to have one. With two of my friends. We were at a, a par-three-only course. It was hole number, let's see, one, two, three, four. Hole number four over the water. Um, I was just, like, learning how to play, so I I only had a, what do I have? I have, like, a 62-degree, a pitching wedge, and a putter. That's all I okay. brought because that's all you yeah, need. Yeah, you don't this. need that much. I teed up, and my <laughs> friends were, like, they were sitting down on the bench. I was, like, no, like, let these guys play through, like, Lauren, you don't really know how to play, and they're playing a little bit quicker. And I was like, you got it. Screw that. 
you guys can sit down. I'm just going to hit one onto the green. They, like, weren't looking. <laughs> I teed it up. I hit it so flush, and I picked up my tee and turned my back. I was like, that's probably on the green. Oh. I turned to my friends who were sitting on the bench, and they were just, like, freaking out. They are like, Lauren, you made it. Lauren, you made it. And I was like, I turned around, and I was like, no, I didn't. And my ball just wasn't on the green, and I made a hole in one. No way. It's a sick story, actually. To but tell, it was like. Tell your kids. I've been chasing that feeling ever since. Yeah. I've, Sadly. I've holed out from 123 for a quadruple bogey. <laughs> I I hit the trees four times. And I was like, do I concede this hole or do I keep playing? You got to keep playing. I was playing. like, I'm 120 away. What do I do? I was just like, whatever, I'll hit it. And I hold out. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> uh, we got to go play again when it gets warmer. Yeah, we had some good times over the summer playing. Well, we and we played with Dylan and Jackson. Yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> it was so fun. It was so fun. We did a little match. I forgot what, what was that course <coughs> called. I don't even know. I've never been there before. That was my first time. Oh, that was your first time? I believe so. Or no, that might have been my second time, but I'm not remembering the name of the course. All right, that was a good time. We did a little match play thing going. I was using your clubs. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. It's a good time. It felt long, though. Like, it felt... I mean, I know it was four hours, but, like, it felt a lot longer than that. I feel guilty whenever I go golfing and I, like, tell my parents or, like, my girlfriend, like, oh, I'll be back in three hours. And I check my phone. I'm like, wow. Six hours. It's been six hours. Yeah. How, how does that happen? Because... Oops. Oops. Yeah. I just signed up to Caddy again this summer, too. Yeah. So... We're uh we're back. It'll be good money, good fun. We'll be back. We'll be back. Hopefully for like spring break or something like that. What's the name of your course again? Oak Park Country Club. You like it? I do like it. For uh, the money making purposes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh. It teaches good social skills too. No, yeah, and it's it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. I, I, I like, especially if it's in the morning. If you're, it's in the morning and you got like a nice guy and stuff, and you're just talking the entire time. Or if yeah. it's like two two guys, then it's and then you and another guy. It's like really low key, yeah, in the morning at least. Walk and talk. Walk and talk. Sometimes you have to be a little bit professional if they're serious, but mm-hmm. if they're not, like on a Sunday night or like a Saturday night, where it's like twilight, they just don't care. Exactly. You can do whatever you want but do you have a cart or do you walk with everyone uh we have to carry the bags okay yeah it's very old-fashioned okay very old-fashioned but um what's i gonna say was that the course that we played at together um no that was what was that called maple meadows it was a nice course. I didn't mind it. we had the entire course to ourselves yeah it was empty it was empty for some reason i don't know why but Hey, that was great. Wasn't it windy, too? I don't think it was that... I don't really remember. I don't remember if it was windy or not, because it's very open. I thought it was just, like... There was something with the weather. It was either, like, really hot. That's what it was. It was really hot. It was crazy hot. It was, like, 100 degrees. That's why nobody was there. Yeah. But I didn't think it was that bad. No, I thought it was a good course. I think I'd like during, like, a tough week at school or something, once the snow clears up, we could go to... um, that par three course. Yeah, is really the par nice. three course you've been telling me about. Because it's super low key and it's actually a really nice course. Like, yeah. all things considered, it's a nice course and you can get through it really quick. And you only need to bring like four clubs, so yeah. you don't need a bag or anything. Yeah, you just. I mean, I we uh, 
We did a par three course in Florida, and it was fun. I just was really bad because I that was the first time I played in since like we played last here. It almost like it's hard to tell. It's like demoralizing playing an all par three course because you can't tell if you're getting better or worse. Yeah. But I don't know. Par threes are the hardest type of hole in my opinion. Yeah, you just there's okay. not a lot of room for margin. Like, if you have a bad drive, you can kind of fix it. But if you miss the green on a par three, you only have an up and down to fix it. Yeah, exactly. There's room for error. Yeah, I'd, I'd be excited to go. What's it called? Uh, Hanson. Hanson. Course. Hanson. Is it 18 holes or nine holes? Uh, 18, yeah. Hanson International. Inter- international. Yeah. But um, there's one hole that it's 18 holes with an asterisk. I would say it's more like 17. Hmm. There's one hole that... Gosh, I want to say it's like 40, 60 yards. Oh, it's really short. Yeah. No, it's got to be less than that. It literally is so short. It's like a chip shot. Literally. It's, it literally is like a, the equivalent of like a bunker shot up to the, <laughs> it's so short. That's not good. I would say it's probably like 40 yards. So we all, we always just like skip it or we use it as like. If we play the front nine and we're tied, we use it as a tie. Like a, oh, okay. I see Closest what you mean. to the yeah, pin hole. Yeah. But that's the start of the back nine, but it's still on the front. So we, we just skip it and go to the back. I see. But I think it it has a pretty pretty long par three. I think there's one that's like decently long. Hmm. Yeah. Part, yeah, I think par threes are difficult because I can't. I always get the pressure. I'm like, I don't start off with a drive. I have to hit like a seven. I used to be so good at them because I I notoriously had a really bad slice that I've, knock on wood, somewhat fixed. But I was like, okay, the only thing I can't slice are my irons. And I would flush my irons all the time. And then I just couldn't drive. But now I can drive better and I don't know how to hit my irons. (laughs) Yeah, that's what happens. You just like... In golf, you get good at one thing, and then you lose. And then you (laughs) lose the other ones. And you you're just like, all right, I played good. I played a certain way this time. I'm gonna try it again the next time I play, and then that doesn't even work. Or like you go to the range and you're hitting it so well. You go to the range, dude. I can't wait to play tomorrow. You set up up a nice little tee time. You and your boys get out there. (laughs) First one goes in the woods. Like like, no, (laughs) it's the worst. That's every golfer. That's this is literally every golfer's life. Hey, every, I figured out my swing. I figured out my swing. Every, every, like, average golfer that's, like, just plays for fun. Yeah. That's their story every time. Yeah, dude. Uh, my slice was so bad. Like, if my target was straight ahead, I would almost go, like, 45 degrees right. <laughs> like, it was very bad. But it worked. Like, granted, I lost a lot of distance with the spin because I was playing the angle rather than playing straight. Mm-hmm. But, no, my slice was awful. I think I used to have it, too. Because I was, I, I was coming from baseball, so I had the yeah. baseball swing. Baseball and tennis did not help. Yeah, so you, I had the slice. But now I hit, like, now I just hit a draw. It's, like, really weird. Like, my brother always comments, like, he's like, I don't know how you hit a draw every time. And I'm like, I don't, I'm just hitting the ball. And it's, yeah. do, uh, the ball chooses what it does I, i'm not doing anything my friend joey is so <laughs> strong he just hammers the ball i did and play it's with joey. so satisfying because he can hit like um 
I don't know if it's back. I think it, if you put the ball back in your stance, you can hit like a, a stinger where it goes like super low profile mm-hmm. to the ground and then rises yeah. up. It's so cool watching him play. Yeah, he's good. He's a good guy. He, um, he kind of got me into golf, honestly. So thank you, Joey, for doing that. Cause yeah, thanks, Joey. New hobby that I'll keep. It was for the great rest to play life. with you. Yeah, we'll we'll hit up another time that we can play. Yeah. Um. That was fun when I, when I went up to to your what was that course called Oakwood Oakwood that was fun my favorite public course yeah that was really fun other than Brown Deer but Brown Deer is a little bit more expensive because that's where Tiger Woods played so I hot take I think Oakwood's better than Brown Deer but well I haven't seen Brown Deer so we'll have to play I have to play but that that when I when I drove up to to you guys to play that was really fun it's a really pretty area too yeah it was nice. Um, I don't think it was that hot. Um, I think I just know th- I know the course the best at Oakwood because I've played there the most. But I there's three courses that I really like: Whitnell, Oakwood, and um, Brown Deer. Yeah, yeah. Knowing uh, knowing knowing like a course is really good. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I think it's fun. Like I know courses like Caddywood so well. Um, I I can't play it well, obviously, but I know how to help people play well i guess essentially mm-hmm. which is crazy to think about because like every single time you play golf at that same course nothing changes it's yeah. all the same yeah and yet exactly. your scores could be drastically different based on that's what i mean golfers blame so much but themselves yeah. my grandpa has always t- told me he's like or like oh i did this i can't do this and he's like why are you blaming that you're the golfer the only thing that really changes is the pin placement but that's like only comes down to yeah, or the tee box yeah. I mean, that doesn't really make a difference. Or if you're playing, like... 90% of the hole is going to stay the same. Yeah. The terrain, the bunker, the... Well, that's that's the thing. I I still haven't mastered the, the greens that I ca- at the course at Oak Park. You're pretty good at... I'm decent. I just can't... The the greens at, at the club that I can't get, they're so hard. Like, it, they're, n- like, known for having hard greens. And sometimes you just can't do it. But there's no, no no better feeling in the world when you tell them to tell uh, someone to putt somewhere, and they putt it and it goes in. They look at you and they like point at you and they're just like, "Good job." There's no no better feeling because you're just like, "I think I just made an extra ten dollars." Yeah, you're just predicting, <laughs> bro. It makes you feel like he's like, uh, and some of them I was I I guessed. I was like, I, I think you should go here, outside left, and hit it and hit it like seventy five percent. And I'm like, I have no idea what this is doing. And then it goes in. He's like, Oh yeah, there's your tip money. And I'm like, yeah. Give me Attaboy. that. Give me that. Give me that. Give Get me that in. tip money. I need that. But yeah, that that is a, a feel good feeling. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good feel good feelings in golf, but they they're so rare. <laughs> I always get it at like. <laughs> moments where no one's expecting it like i was having a match versus joey at um waukesha country club and i was in the bunker he was two feet away from the hole putting um was it to make bogey and i was in the bunker which is like it was like probably my height like it was oh, wow it was, it was deep actually it was probably to like my shoulders but it was a deep bunker, and Joe was like, do you just want to concede, like, I win this hole? <laughs> and I was like, man, come on, I can make this. Make it? He said, yeah, right. And I just made it. <laughs> no way. 
I just gave it everything I got and I made it. Seems and like you've I'm, had a lot of those moments. Yeah, I've had a decent amount of holeouts. I'd say I've had like three or four over the past like three years of playing. Yeah. But went on to lose the remaining 17 holes to him because Joey is the greatest golfer I play with. Yeah. Other <laughs> than one of my friends is like a scratch golfer, but I like never play with him. That doesn't count. doesn't count. That doesn't count, but birdie. No, actually another good feeling is a birdie. Oh, yeah. I wish I could tell you what that feels like, but I don't know. I uh, <laughs> I never get those. I've had I had one when I was playing with with my brother and my cousin. And it was actually on a par three too. It was like a twenty foot putt that I just guessed the. I didn't really read it. I kind of just hit it, went in for a two. Whenever I play with my friends, they give me a a stroke. So like, if I'm playing against them my first shot doesn't count and then i go for my second shot as my first because like oh yeah, yeah uh my friends sammy and joey are much better than me so i just it off and the first one doesn't count and i still end up like losing. <laughs> yeah i know i i i think i think i'll get better it's a it's a seasonal thing you get better once the summer goes on and then like you get to like august which is like the end of the summer for like school wise you're like prime like I'm good it's not that good but like I'm a lot better than I was and then like school and our school starts then you don't pick up a club for like yeah you spend all months. summer trying to get back to where you were and then when you're finally at like <laughs> yeah, okay when, I'm playing good it's when like you're there, the first day of school yeah, it's like oh no like, okay I'm nope. not gonna swing a club again no but uh, I mean hats off to the people that like grind it out I, I feel like training for golf isn't. I feel like it would be boring. Like, because I mean, really, you're only practicing like hitting shots and. Uh, I mean, to be fair, like I can attribute putting. some of my lack of success in golf to the fact that I never like practice. A few of my friends were always like, "Let's hit the driving range," and I'm like, "If I'm paying twenty dollars to like hit a ball, I'm gonna actually play a game with it. Like, I don't really want to." Yeah. Just hit ball. Like I could. And my friends do practice, and they go to driving ranges, and they invite me. But I, if I'm like paying to golf, I'd rather play a game than yeah, just practice. I use it for the social aspect. Yeah, I use my my time on the course as practice. Yeah, <laughs> as honestly. bad as that sounds. No, no. I mean, you get, you practice by playing like the actual thing. Yeah. But I I use it as a social aspect. Like it's I think it's just fun to talk to somebody while just hitting it. Agree. I mean, and I'm not I'm not caring. It's fun, like, playing with people. I feel like golf is one of those sports that's, like, uh, pretty professional. So, like, if you make it high up in a company or something, like, sometimes you have golf outings with your bosses. So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm practicing for moments like that because especially the field that I want to go into with dentistry, there's a lot of... Is there a lot of golf? I would assume. Yeah, but also just, like, rich kind of snobby people. Not everyone, I'll preface, but... Um, okay, I for a couple dentists. Yeah, I feel like it has to come with a job. I feel like I have to be somewhat good at golf so I can be decent when I make it. Yeah. I mean, either way, it's just for fun anyway. Maddie's brother is really good at golf too, so I want to golf with him. But she sometime. has a brother? Yep. I thought she just had a sister. No, she has two sisters and a brother. But he's good at golf? Yeah. Wow. He golfs a lot, and I've never golfed with him, but I, I want to golf soon. What do you think his handicap is like? He's a lot better than me. Like he just went to a course the other day and he texted me. I think he had like 
played 18 he was like six over or seven over so really wow that's good yeah so every time he's like oh what'd you get i'm like i don't really want to tell you like a lot worse 30 over yeah let's shoot in the high double digits the high digits but my main goal is to break 100 yeah that's what i do when i step on the course every time i want to break 100 that's what that's isn't it like 90 percent of golfers can't break 100 i don't know that stat but if that's there's it's like a decent amount of the entire golfer population can't break 100 breaking 100 is hard man that's why i was surprised when i shot like a 92 i think that's was that 18 over just a, are you playing bogey golf if you shoot 100 no i don't think because uh, usually a 72 oh maybe so 18 would be 80 90 oh no no i don't think bogey golf you'd get a 90 yeah I don't know. My highest is a 92, which, I mean, it it could be discredited because I played by myself. Hey. But I could say I'm being honest. People don't want to believe that. That's all they that don't happens. have to, but I, I shot a 90, bro. I mean, 92. 92 by myself on a hard course. That is Oak Park Country Club because that course is hard. Really? It's hard. Like, it looks easy. It looks easy but it's hard. Like it's, it's very open. There's not a lot of water hazard or anything. There's no, there's, they used to have a lot of trees on there before I started there, but they cut down so many. So it, it looks like a hard, um, course, but it's, I mean, it looks like an easy course, but it's, it's, it's difficult. Mostly because of the greens. I tell you, we can't like the, the first green, the, it's slant down. So if you're above the hole, and you tap it, it's off the green. That's how it is at um, our closest, like, regular course. It's not a par three. It's called Curry. One of the greens on the front nine is just, like, literally, like, a flat surface, but, like, angled upwards. So it's just a slope steady from top to bottom. Yeah. So if you land on the bottom of the green, you're putting upwards. But if you land it on the top, you got to barely tap it and hope yeah. it goes in. Otherwise, it's off the green. I could go on and on for greens. How I think difficult they are. I'm going to – let's see. What was my toughest course? Then I want to see what your toughest course you've ever played was. But Yeah, I think that was mine. So My toughest course is um, we went to visit my grandmother in North Carolina. The course in their um, gated community is um, Compass Point course. But <laughs> it's not even hard because it's tight or anything. There's no trees. But instead of trees, it's people's homes. Oh. And keep this in mind, like, this is my peak slicing era. So, like, every shot I hit did not go straight. So it's either I'm aiming directly at a house and hoping that the ball curves into the green or into the fairway. Or I aim at the fairway and hope that it doesn't curve into a house. And I think I hit a house. I don't know. I just remember it going and I closed my eyes and ears. I was like, please, please, please. Also, the people who live in, like, said gated communities are very, like, I don't want to say cranky, but they are pretty cranky. One of the guys yelled at us on the first hole. For what? He was being stupid. Like, he said it was cart path, or no driving on the greens when we were just in the fairway and off towards the cart path. He was just being a nuisance. (laughs) No, yeah, that was my hardest course because I was so scared of hitting a A house house that, like, 
I like wow. went up to like the first tee box, like the closest one. I was like, I'm not risking anything. I don't want to break <laughs> someone's window, even though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like when I was still learning how to play too. So I was like, this is high stress. But yeah. Well, it was a good note to end on. Um, yeah. Good. Good. Good talking. I'm fi- I'm glad we found our conversation. Yeah. Golf. I could talk about good. golf all day. I could talk about golf all the time, but. Um. Um. This is this is gonna this will uh, conclude us for the, the weekend. Um. Uh, we thank thank you listen. Uh, thank you for listening to us. Um. We're gonna we're gonna head out to this game right now. So hopefully you pull out a win. Please watch it. Hopefully order the Uber right now. Yeah, about to order the Uber. Hopefully you see us there. We'll see you there if you're listening to this and you go here. Um. Just. Thanks for listening. We're going to end off with the Tame Impala song. Um, we'll see everybody next week. We don't know uh, what the plan is, but we'll, we'll figure it out as usual, per usual. I uh, hope everybody has a good day, a good weekend. We'll see ya. Bye.